Hello and welcome back to the Himalife podcast. It's the third episode and uh, I am Jimmy Olsen and I'm here with Kalle Wiedegren. Hello, yeah, my name is Kalle Wiedegren as Jimmy said and we're we here with the podcast again. Yes, um, we're back for third new, episode. third episode, new Hema news, more Hema news. Yes. And we're sorry for being a bit late, but I've been traveling a lot. Uh, I've been away to France, uh, Montpellier. To fight in their uh, contest. Yes, their tournament. tournament. More on that later. Now we're gonna go into what Kalle have done. Have you done something Hema related since last time? Yeah, my personally I haven't trained that much that much myself, but I've been in, I've been training in the youth. Cl- I've been a trainer in the youth class and a little bit in the beginners class. Yeah, but nothing really. So you have been fencing a yeah. little, yeah. Because when you train, the, I've been you, with you training the youth class, and yeah. uh, we do some sparring with the kids, yeah. But with soft weapons, yep. And they usually swarm us, yeah. And we lose. We so, so, sometimes in the end we have uh, like group bat- battle where every child versus every trainer. Yeah, and it's super fun for them. So there's like twenty kids against two or three trainers. Yeah, I've been in this game, and it's. Super fun. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> and fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the what I have done since yeah. last time is the tournament. I haven't. I've been. I've, I've done some Sunday sparring, but I haven't really been to any courses or anything. Ah. And there was no. You never courses. go to the courses. Yeah. No. <laughs> We're going to talk about that too later on our week question. Yeah. Because it relates to that. Yeah. Cool. So. To the latest Hema news. Hema news. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there has been um, new fighters coming out to the Hema in the European games. And for all, all you people who don't know, there's going to be a Hema tournament a in the. Test tournament, right? Yeah, test tournament. I think or it's a show a, up no, tournament. Exact, ex- exhibition tournament, yeah. I think it's officially called. But for me, I call it the world's hardest freaking tournament in the universe for the longsword fighters, anyway. Uh, probably for every every weapon. But I, I'm looking at the longswords competition, it's gonna be crazy. Anyway. Yeah. We're gonna move on to that. We're gonna read up. We're gonna read the the releasing yeah. of the fencers, and we're gonna start with the Central European delegation. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Preparedness. Yeah. <laughs> and the the Central European one. Uh, the countries here is uh, Switzerland, Belgium, and France. Uh, and in the longsword. Uh, the countries here will be uh, Switzerland, Belgium, and France. And in the longsword, the fighters will be Jack Gassman, Joris Jacobs, Janik de Smet, Thomas Lobo, and Maureen Brimau. In the sword and buckler, there will be Maureen Marine Bemail. Ah, it's the same as in longsword? Oh well. Uh, they can do whatever they want, I guess. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> and Aurelien Novion. I'm sorry, all you French people out there, for destroying your names, but that's what I'm famous for now, I think. 
the single rapier, there will have Philip Bonte, Thibault Gesker, and Christoph Lee Miller. And in the rapier and dagger, there will be Mark Oliver Blatlin. Um, almost all of these people are French, except for... No, excuse me, all of these are not French. Jack Asman is from Switzerland. Joris Jacobs is from Belgium. Janik de Smeet from Belgium. Thomas Lobo from France. Maureen Brimau from France. And the European... The Central European fighters will be in longsword. Jack Gassman from Switzerland. Joris Jacobs from Belgium. Janik de Smeet from Belgium. Thomas Lobo from France. Maureen Brimeau from France. Maureen Bemel from France. Aurélien Novion from France. Wait a minute. Marine Bemel Beaumel is in both Longsword and Sword and Buckler. Hmm, nice. I guess. No. No? Uh, it's just me. They, are, they just have the similar names. <laughs> in Longsword, yeah. it's Maureen Bremau. And in Sword and Buckler, it's Marine Bemael Beumel. Uh, it's because I can't pronounce the French name that this happens, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good job. To continue the list. In Sword and Buckler is Vus... Aurelien Novion. Sorry, French people. Uh, In single rapier, it's Philippe Bonte, Belgium. Thibault Gesquer, France. And Christophe Lee Miller, Switzerland. And in rapier and dagger, it's Marc Oliver Blatlin from France. Did you want to say something? No, no. No. Uh, It looked like you want to whisper something. So these are the people from the Central European delegations, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know all the all the fighters, but in longsword, like Jack Gassman is crazy good. George Jacobs, I just saw him fence this this weekend, and he is amazing. I had some time sparring with him as well. He, amazing, amazing. Also, uh, I need to mention Thomas Lobo. As since he beat me out of the quarterfi- quarterfinals, he is the best fighter in the world. Since he beat me, yes. he must be. Because <laughs> no. you're the best, apparently. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, uh, yeah. Janik de Smeet, I have seen in the HEMA readings. Uh, I have not seen Maureen Brimo. Uh, I, rem- I. How do you say? Mm-hmm. I recognize the name. Yeah. But I don't know if I have seen him fight. Yeah. So, and the Eastern European fighters are in longsword, Maciej Kwiek from Poland, Martin Tibinski from Slovenia, Bonifac Ormosi Boni from Hungary, Anton Kutovic from Slovenia, Antek Olbruski from Poland, Tomas Socha from Slove- Slovenia, Martin Fabian from Slovenia. And like I said before, it's going to be crazy hard. Like Martin Fabian is ranked 2, I think. Anton Anteko Bryski, I don't know how he's ranked, but I know he's good. And on to Sword and Buckler from the Eastern European delegation is Borislav Krustev from Bulgaria. Andrei Valaksai from Slovenia. 
Bistrek Holosek from Slovenia. Uh, apologies again for the name destroying. Butchering. <laughs> name butcher, yeah. Uh, in Rapier and Dagger, it's gonna be Martin Janicina from Slovenia. Uh, Martin Belskredi Vlek from Czechoslovakia. Yep. Is, do you say Czechoslovakia? Oh, it's the Republic of Czech. The Czechian Republic is known. Yeah, probably. Sorry, all you Czechs out there. Uh, and it's. Yeah, that's all for Rapier and Dagger. In single rapier, it's Zdenek Brudl from Czech. Andrei Janezina from Slovenia. Masia Neyman. Neyman? Oh, cool. From mm. Poland. Alexander Dinarek from Poland. I wonder if it's uh, the Neyman that's from Neyman Fencing. That would be cool. True. These were the fighters from Eastern European. Uh, the Eastern European delegation. And yeah, like I said, it's gonna be just these people are crazy good. So it's gonna be crazy hard. It's gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Hopefully not too much blood, but probably, right? There's probably gonna be some type of real blood on the mats. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm guessing so. Um, and on to the Russian fighters. And we start with the longsword. And it's gonna be Sergei Kultev. Ooh, who is he? Is he good? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's like second ranked, I think. Something like it. Uh, I think Martin Fabian is third now. And Dennis is yeah. first. And Sergei is second. second. Yep. And I saw him on uh, Swordfish. He was amazing. I'm gonna do the list. Uh, it's Sergei Kultev. It doesn't say here what... Uh, the longsword fighters are Sergei Kultev, they're all from Russia. Uh, Mikhail Melnikov from Russia. Vasily Mosienko, Moisenko, also from Russia. Everybody in the Russian delegation is from Russia. Surprise, surprise. Go figure. Uh, in a rapier, it's Alexander Ryabov, Andrei Mussorini, Mussorin, Dmitry Gibadulin. Oof, that's the one I. Have a hard time last time. Rapier and dagger fighters are Kirill Danilov, Ivan Novichenko, Ruslan Urazbaktin, and Sergei Volkov. It's gonna be fun watching Ivan Novichenko with the rapier and dagger. I don't know if I saw him in Swordfish when he was here. And last yeah. but not least, I did. You did? Was yeah. he was he good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, he's fast. Uh, Sword and buckler is Evgeny. Volodkov and Vadim Kravchenko and last but not least Alexander Savochkin Yes, this is the Russian delegation. They will try to break us We will see if they succeed. <laughs> they are very very skilled skilled and they do good in the international tournaments Onward. to say the least and the last Fighting list is the Certainly Nordic. Not the least. No, not not. <laughs> not the, how do you say? Certainly, certain. Last, but not least. Oh yeah. Mm. We are the last, but not the least. <laughs> uh, 
And this is the Nordic delegation. And the uh, Netherlands is part of the Nordic delegation. I think yeah. it's, it's good. They have been fighting with us for a long time. At, at, especially Tishkul, who is on top of this list in Longsword. Yeah. So, the fighters are Tishkul from Netherlands, Arto Fama from Netherlands, Michel Rensen from Netherlands, Jimmy Olsen from Sweden, that's me, Woo! hooray, Kasper Ellestad Andersson from Denmark, Miru Lathela from Finland, Christian Rukkonen from Finland, and Marius Rafoshe from Norway. In the Raper and Dagger, it's going to be Gandalf William Lindquist from Sweden. He's a young prodigy. Look out for him. He's really good. He's yeah. the same age as me, but he's really good. I think he's 18. Ah, you're no, going to no, be... He, uh, yeah, we're, we're turning 18 this year. Yeah. Uh, and next in Raper and Dagger is Christine Consmo, who is an honorary North American. Anselmi Viholainen from Finland. And in Sword and Buckler, it's going to be Christopher Stansen from Sweden, Alexander Olsen from Sweden, Henrik Janssen from Netherlands, and Mikko Leto from Finland. Single repair is going to be Lars Harald Gaeth, Gaff, and Anders Linnard. That's our trainer. Yeah, our main trainer in the GHFS. Yeah. Which uh, weapon was he going to? In single rapier. Oh. Cool. I have never seen him fence single rapier, but since his distance is... Yeah. Baller is probably going to be good at it. I think he started out in uh, sport fencing. So... Oh, wait. Yeah, he's done sport fencing. Yeah. So... That's basically single rape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for the cutting. <laughs> yep. But I mean, if he's fast with the thrusts, uh, yeah. I don't... Uh, how do you say? Uh, I don't doubt Anders Linnard's no. fencing skills for a second. He's going to do amazing. Yep. And that is all the fighters from the. That's gonna be in the. HEMA, in the Olympic. No, the European. European Games, thank you. It's not gonna be Olympic Games, it's the. European they're gonna Games. try to get into the Olympic Games. And I'm not talking about HEMA, I'm talking about all the other stuff that's gonna be there except the HEMA. They are gonna try to. How do you use the English words? For, for getting into a tournament, like last time the Swedish championship, yeah. you had to uh, win qualification. Qualification, exactly. The European Games is a qualification game for people who are going to the Olympics, and the HEMA part is an exhibition part. But I think they maybe want to be in the Olympic Games. I don't yeah. know what the thought is. I really hope so. We, we will see. Some people hate the idea of uh, HEMA in Olympic Games. Some people like it. I don't see a problem with it. Because if you want to keep the old HEMA, it's yeah. just up to you. It's up yeah. to the people to keep the old HEMA as well. They can have their Olympic Games if they want to. Yeah. And if, if, it, if it turns out that HEMA will transform into this sport fencing where people poke each other then just stop doing that part and do the old Hema. Yep. Uh, I don't think Hema will die out. It's too fun. No, yeah. So I don't believe in the judgment day thing. No. Same. That's all for Hema news for this time. For next Hema news segment, uh, I am gonna put together all the 
release fighters and yeah. I'm going to put out their rankings because I am quite curious of this since I'm going to meet some of these fencers. Yeah. And I'm pretty anxious about it since they are hard competition. In You're going to beat them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do my best. No. Like crazy amount of best. We'll see. It's going to be fun. I feel it's, it's such an honor yeah. to get to represent Sweden in, in, this, in this game. Uh, there's been a lot of people who have been asked before me. I don't know a lot, but I know Dennis was going to go, but he turned it down. And uh, I know they asked Jesper, Jesper Christiansen, oh. and they asked Carl Rierberg. And I'm just guessing that they have asked Anders Linnard as well. Yeah, and I'm guessing he... they have asked uh, Casper too in our club. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm just yeah. thinking because they go... I would go after the, the HEMA ratings, right? Oh, yeah. And, Maybe. and the first is Dennis Jungqvist, then is Carl Rydberg, then I think it's Axel Pedersen, or Pedersen might be before Carl Rydberg. I think they are pretty close. And then it's just Jesper Christiansen, and it's Anders Linnard, and then there's me. So I was just next on the list, but like I said, it feels like such an honor to be considered for this Crazy hard tournament. So Axel Pedersen is at 17 and Colored Bay is at 18. So Ooh. I mean, Axel Pedersen is a HEMA legend. Yeah. For Carl to be just underneath him. We'll see if Carl will go up because Carl might have stopped competing. He and said so in the Swedish Championships that yeah, he I might stop. Ax- uh, same with Axel. He hasn't trained or competed in a while now. I don't know. I haven't seen him, but I hope he will come back. I mean, yeah. he's too good to not be back. I mean, yeah. fuck all the haters. So, we're going to move to Hema Confessions and Crushes. This is uh, Confessions and Crushes 1363. Hema is my therapy. Th- though the history is interesting, I really need the fighting. If there is somewhere else I should be, please illuminate me. Uh, so he, he uses Hema for therapy. Yep. Uh, I can I can relate. Yeah, same. You you wanted this one, or you you chose this one rather? Yeah. yeah. Is there something you wanna? Well, lift. <clears throat> yeah. Um, in my child uh, childhood, I'm I've had a really rough. You um, had a rough childhood. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like. Hema has always been there for me. I had comrades in Hema. I've had uh, people that I fenced with in Hema. So this just struck me really nice. You, you can relate. To yeah, this, yeah, exactly. Me too, actually. I don't struggle that much with anxiety them longer. But I, I have anxiety. Yeah. And Hema is definitely my therapy. Yeah. To at least once a week go in and just... Hit people. No, <laughs> I mean... That too, probably. Uh, but I don't do it like in anger. Like you can think, people. It, it's more like you need... You focus on something so much that everything else stops to exist. Yeah. So it's like you do a deep meditation. But unlike meditation, the the cutting out the anxiety part is easier. Because in meditation... 
it's a struggle. Yeah. You, that's that's training your brain. Yeah. But doing HEMA, you have to shut down all the stupid thoughts and just fence. Otherwise, yeah. you will be beaten like crazy. Yeah. And like, yeah, the sword part and the adrenaline rushes. There's a lot of components yeah. to why it's uh, therapy for me too. I really love um, hand-to-hand combat too, uh, but I never really found a great club to do it. So swords and he-man in general has uh, been like my thing. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to do like um, MMA or yeah. something for a while or stick fighting. Yeah, but I feel, and this might just be my own prejudice. I feel that there's some macho culture going on in these places, at least where I've been. So I don't really like the feel in yeah. these places. And I have, like I said, anxiety to yeah. begin with. I don't I don't want to deal with assholes. And Hima is very low on assholes, if you ask me. Yeah. So I just love the Hima community and the sword part. So, on to the next one. 1437. I injured myself badly. Two days before an HEMA event, for which I had been enthusiastic for months, I feel like shit again. I feel like I'm not doing anything right in any discipline at all, even if I practice two or ten hours per week, three years during. Maybe HEMA isn't for me after all. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I mean, HEMA is for you. HEMA is for everybody. Yeah. But we all start with different cards. Yep. And I mean, I have it easy since I've been fencing in different ways since I was 12. Yeah. And I mean, I never used steel until up. I started with HEMA. Yeah. But I have... I, I come from the LARPing yeah. part of the HEMA community. There is some sport people and there are some LARPing people. Finland, yeah. they they have produced amazing LARPing HEMAists. <laughs> like Emiro Lathala, I think, and Mikuleto is LARPers from the beginning. You, you, you're gladly... You can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, fin- Finnish people. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's like this. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um... Me is same with me. Like I had my brother that did HEMA for many years before me, and like he taught me some stuff, like how you move and things like that. So I had like a good starting set before it, and so yeah, for some of us it's easier. Yeah, you, and I mean I feel his anxiety because I've yeah. I've done stuff. I've I've tried to start with stuff that I wasn't good at. Yeah, and it's hard to get into. Um, yeah, and HEMA is a really hard sport, even if you've done it for like, what, three years. Yeah. And it's I, still a really hard. And he says that he, he injured himself badly. Yeah. And I mean... Shit happens, mate. It, that doesn't mean he's bad, bad HEMA practitioner. No. Nope. I mean, shit happens. Uh, especially if it wasn't HEMA-related accident. Even if it was a HEMA-related accident. You and had Go some. on. I have some. I'm going to put them up. You had a, con- uh, a question that was uh, like this one, but um, the reverse, right? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not going to take it now. Uh, I'm going to take it later, but uh, we will go through it. Yeah, I'll come back so, to it. Yeah, the one I have now is 17. Uh, it's 14. 
17. And it goes, as a person, nobody considers me, but as a fencer I become, I became quite popular. No one cared who I was until I put the mask on. So I see this. Do, do you want to comment? You can begin. No? Yeah. I begin. Um, I see this like the top fencers. Everybody wanted talks to them, and since I don't know what the psychology is behind it, but I've heard like everybody loves a winner. Yeah. And I think it's something in this. Uh, I've been feeling also. I, I have never had a problem with people not liking me or not seeing me or whatever. And I felt that this has been a problem for me. But I feel now that I have like I have raised a bit in the ranks in, in long sword fighting. Yeah. And like now in, in Montpellier, uh, I talk to a lot of people and I usually don't talk to so much people. But some people just came to me. This might not be the same since I was the only Swedish people there. They might Crazy. be just interested, I don't know. Yeah. But like for say in the Swedish championships, yeah. I felt more popular now when I won yeah. than I've ever felt. Like people come and they congratulate you. Yeah. And yeah, it's a lot of things going. So, and I just want to say to this person who feel that he he's not being seen unless he fights in Hema that it might not be it's probably not you but uh, no it's not you it's i think it's the hema community that is very open and very friendly yeah so when when you came to the hema competitions and like you said put the mask on and got popular it's probably because you're good and people want to know and they want to learn from you yeah so don't take it as a bad thing that you're bad outside of HEMA. It's just that people in HEMA is amazing. And they they want to push people to the best, I think. Yeah. Not everybody. I mean, if there's people, there's going to be assholes. And but haters. Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate, always. But I think, uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't beat down on yourself. Uh, you're probably an amazing person and you had you just didn't shine before but now you might just shine yeah and you draw people like flies when you shine yep and the next one here's the one you talked about with the yep. um, the, the damage yeah the injury yep so this is uh, 1434. I injured my right uh, dominant hand. Uh, it's in uh, parentheses the dominant part. So I injured my right uh, hand, but I don't want to stop training. So I went to class and used my left hand, and I feel like such a noob. So yeah, I reacted to this one with the other one because the other guy said he injured himself, and he might probably isn't for him. But this case is like the reverse. He like, I injured myself, but fuck it. I'm gonna train. I'm still gonna train. But I'm gonna use my left hand instead. So, yeah. I, I really feel this guy and... Uh, I love I, his, I support him. I love his dedication. Yeah. It's it's really good. And, and yeah, like we talk, it's it's a point of... It's, a, it's how you look at things. Yeah. It's always like this in, in life as well. Yep. It's how you treat bad things that happens to you that... 
the, that it changes the results yeah. on how you will feel about it. Like if you have a positive outlook, I guess, the the, the person is just going to, oh, fuck it, I'll use my other hand. But if you already is like depressed and you don't feel good, maybe you will beat down on yourself and say, ah, oh, damn, I suck. But back to this person, we're not going to compare them. So he feels like a noob. And, uh, with his left hand. With his left hand. And, but I don't think, I mean, it's good to feel like a noob sometimes because yeah. you learn stuff. Yep, you learn new stuff. Yes. And we, we actually have a guy in our, uh, in our club, Casper um, Asse. Yeah. Um, Who's an amazing fencer. Yeah, and he, he started with his right hand as a right hand fencer. But now he's a left hand fen- left-handed fencer because he injured his right yeah. hand and he's amazing. He started fencing with his, uh, yeah, right. like you said, left yeah. left part, to so he can protect his injured hand. Yeah. And this is longsword people. He did not like go to saber and hid his other hand. So he is kind of a badass. Yeah. And everybody might not pull that off. Nope. But I think, uh, I mean, if you, I think I would do the same. If I hurt my right hand. Yeah. I want to think that I probably, during the healing process, yeah. I would Go fence with the left hand and I would do saber in the beginning. Yeah. And when it's healed, I will probably try with the longsword and suck at it again. <laughs> I'm I'm both dominant, so... Uh, I, I... Oh, you lucky bastard. No, because I'm, I'm better with my right hand, but I yeah. can train up my left hand easy. But I still <laughs> haven't, so... Yeah. Hmm. Because mm. I suck at it, but I have an easier, I, I have an easier uh, time to learn um, left-hand fencing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I train sometimes with my left hand. Yeah. Just to mostly that it's because I'm tired in my right hand yeah. with the saber, and I like I want to keep on fencing. I just switch hands. I had one time in a like competition in a club. A like beginners competition where my right hand got so many hits, so I had to change it up. Um, so like, yeah, I hit my right hand, um, and I fenced okay. Yeah. So that's another reason why you should train with both hands. Is if you're in a competition and you, oops, uh, if you're in a competition um, and your ha- and you feel you your hand gets tired or um, you feel that it's not injured but you it hurts um, from too many hits. Um, go left-handed and train it. That's the part I would do. I agree. Uh, never stop fencing if you don't feel like you have to for some reason. So, um, we're going to do the last Confession and Crushes. So this segment doesn't go on forever. Uh, the last one is uh, 1404. And it goes like this. This is a long one, so um, stay with us. It seems like over the past year, everyone in my school, is uh, sword school, is dating someone else in the school. I'm happy for them, but goodness, I am tired of being in a class hearing the pair next to me flirting or watching people snog during water breaks. <laughs> I am happy for everyone, but, I also, but I'm also feeling incredibly isolated and starting to hate coming to class. Aww. I know that's stupid. I'm just hashing out feelings here. So we're not gonna climb, hash. We're not gonna hashtag love. <laughs> hashtag love. Hashtag hear my love. Hashtag hear my babies. That's my first 
Where argument. Where you got him a baby in our club now? Yeah, I know. I mean, without him a love, there yeah. will be no him a babies. And without him a babies, we will not take over the world. So <laughs> stop hating on the love. No, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Of course you can Hate feel. It. I mean, I get it. It's the same as we talked about last time, I think, that people just not fencing, yeah. just talking, and that can disturb. Yeah. But you should never stand in the way of love. Like... One thing about this club, there must be a really, uh, a lot of girls in the, in the club. I'm guessing so. And, and I mean, that's something love. that's really cool. Yeah. If it's... What's bothering me yeah. is that if there's so much love going on, yeah, it's probably getting some... Guys, um, this is just me and my prejudice against guys. <laughs> it's probably some guys who are overstepping their boundaries yeah. and hitting on girls in the classes. And really people hope. should be able to train without getting hit on. Yeah. Uh, if they want to. I mean... Who wants to get hit on? <laughs> I like it. Okay. But everybody <laughs> doesn't like it. No. Because everybody can't handle the... I don't know, the stress of it. Yeah. And just... For, for girls, I've heard some, some friends of mine, like they say, you don't know the person. I mean, in the HEMA clubs, it's probably not that bad. But normally when people hit on you, you and you don't you turn them down, some people can take it badly. Yeah. And you don't want that in your club. It's like the same reason you don't, you don't flirt with everybody at your work. No. Because it will... Suck. Like if everybody turned you down, <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. So yeah, be careful with the Himal love, but always love. Love is amazing, and uh, I mean, like you said, we have we have in our club Julia and Niklas. Yeah, they and have the, a Himal baby and, and, and uh, Union and uh, Joachim. Exactly, Julia and Joachim have a Himal baby. So we got two Himal babies. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> Might be even more Hema babies. Take over the world. If uh, like Axel and Christine will get a baby, that will be like the best Hema baby in. Oh, damn, I will not rate the Hema babies. Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, the genes they, that baby will get uh, have so, amazing Hema genes. Yeah. Is there going to be a problem with this? Uh, Some. Yeah. This? No. No? No. Ah, good. I'm talking about the the sound because it's looks we're peaking. Like it. Yeah, we're peaking. Sorry if it hurts your ear, guys. Well, I will fix it in post. Good. Yeah. You're an amazing sound technician. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I think so. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, do you have anything? No, more? no. Upcoming tournaments. Uh, we're gonna move on. Yes, yeah. this is the last confession and crushing. Yeah. Confession and crushing. Crush, crush, crush. No, the next is this week's question. Oh, yeah. And this week's question is from Christine Cosmo. Christine Cosmo. Really thank you, Christine, for um, sending in this question. Yeah. We really want you guys to send in questions. We have a tab on our Facebook page now. Yeah, and our um, Instagram page. Yeah. Uh, we, we just... just a half hour before we started this, we put out, or Kalle rather, put out a question on our HEMA page. We need questions! And we, we got them. It's nice. Awesome. We, we really need questions from you guys because we're yeah dry now. Keep keep sending them in. Uh, thank uh, you. Thank you. I mean, I have some questions left in the archive, but it's it's always fun here. 
No, you don't. No, I don't. We need them desperately. <laughs> Send them in. <laughs> no, but yeah. it's always funnier to get questions from you guys. Yeah. Uh, so this question is, Cricking. Uh, Christine Consmo asks about how to motivate yourself to have consistency in your training. Um, meaning, like, how do you train Hema so that you can do it and don't get breaks and stuff? I guess she means by consistency. Uh, so, for me, uh, I have a huge problem with coming to training. Yeah. Like, crazy. So, I train a lot home. Uh, and I have you, a low... You live far away from our training club yeah, too. Yeah, it's like one hour. And yeah. it was... It's even worse now. Yeah. Uh, I've been before. I had uh, one tram who went directly yeah. to the club. It took one hour. Yeah. But now I have to do like two or three changes and walk. And it takes one hour and some more sometimes. But it doesn't matter. Um, the So I have a very low bar... For when I have to come in to, to, to the club. And that is Sunday sparring. Uh, it's, it's because it's so easy for me. Because I love the sparring. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of bad for my development, I think. <laughs> he's lying. He's, he, he, he's just there for the sauna we got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sauna is amazing too. But no, uh, uh, I have actually come in every Sunday when we had the last... Uh, where we did not have a sauna. Yeah. So, bleh on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. no. So, my... How do you say? My my tips? My uh, contribution yeah. to how to motivate yourself? And it might not be the best. Is put a low bar on pushing yourself. Because, for me at least, if you push yourself too hard, you're, you're not going to want to do it. No. And it's going to be boring. Yeah. Do what is fun. And if you love the technical part, do that. And if you love, if you love the, the sparring, part, or do that. the sparring or whatever. Yeah. Do what you love in HEMA and you will thrive, yep. I think. Uh, and um, like, yeah. Yeah? Love you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. For me, uh, like now, I want to develop more. So I have huge motivation to get to the practice still don't go there <laughs> because of like anxiety and yeah. social issues but i i have uh how do you say i have a will yeah and yeah. it's getting stronger every day that's s- good since i want to get better yeah and i think i need to do more technical training yep. to get to the next level uh, even if sparring is the fun one, yeah, and that's where yeah. I can just go in and have fun, yeah. do sauna and go home. The and technical ha- I feel is the, the technical thing is the important one. Exactly, like sparring is where you try to use the yeah. technical ones. And like I said, I train at home, so I try to do some technical training. Yeah, uh, I actually do, but it's hard without a, a fighting partner. Yeah, I. I have actually, now, when I have two long swords, my girlfriend gets to stand and <laughs> hold it at me. So I can like, oh, if I do this, yeah. what happens? And if I do this, and she's like just looking at the steel and like, don't touch me with it. <laughs> I'm and, scared. Yeah, of 
course. She's not used to steel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would. I was scared as hell. Yeah, with I the, remember the, the first time the, when you like sparred. Yeah. And like, oh shit! There's coming like a fast steel <laughs> object on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's nervous. And, yeah. and and when you blinked every time you got hit. Yeah. So yeah. the motivation for me is put a low bar on what you have to do and always try to do more. Always, if you can, try to push yourself. But don't push yourself too hard because it might get boring might, and like full of, Yeah, it might break you. You might get too anxious. Yeah. And that's not good at all. Do, do, you, do you have any... Well, right now I'm basically tra- training um, the kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, for myself now I'm huh. training mostly because uh, unless a, a bit for the like tournaments and things like that. But mostly I'm training myself like on the gym and things like that because I got military training soon, uh, military uh, yeah. service soon. Uh, I mean, like one and a half years. So that that's that that's what giving me the, my motivation. You want to get into shape? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the military. Um, so that that's my motivation right now, and less HEMA. But HEMA's still a big part of it, and I really want to compete. Are you going to have a saber with you when you are in yeah. the military? <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have a saber <laughs> and an cool. AK. <laughs> no. A saber and an AK, fine. But that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Uh, I use tournaments as well as motivation. Yeah. Badly enough, sometimes I get anxiety because... I don't practice enough uh, before a tournament, and but I, I have trained myself to don't give a fuck, so I have stopped caring. But that's I think is a good motivation too. Now, like I have a tournament yeah. almost every month until October, yeah, and that is motivating the hell out of me because yeah. I don't want to look like a fool. Gotcha. So do. My tournament. tournament is in what is it? It's Oslo. Yeah, Oslo in it's first of, 31st of May. No, second oh, yeah. First and second of June. Oh yeah, yeah. We're just going there. Yeah. I'm going there on the thirty first of May. Yeah, and I remember it because it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh, to sum it up, yep. motivation. Try to sign up for tournaments. Yeah. Uh, if it, I mean, if, if if you have the money for it. Yeah, if you have the money, if you have the competence. Ah, don't no. fuck the no. competence. Just yeah. do it. Uh, if you get beaten, that's the best learning tool. Yeah. So don't don't care. Yeah. About what happens, just try to get a tournament. As I always say, like my first tournament, I lost all my four five matches, and but it was like one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah, it mot- also speaking of motivation, like a bad tournament. I yeah. had one of those like two years ago, and I got so motivated when I sucked because now I, d- I don't want to suck. Well, that's from person to person. Some just when if you lose everything, you just go down. You'll say, "I'll yeah. never, tor- I'll, I will never do a tournament again." Exactly. That's and that's a bit how we are as a person. Yeah, but just you are correct. Take a bite and keep on fighting. Yeah. So, to summarize again, yeah. uh, go to tournaments, try not to put a too high bar on how much you need to train, yeah. and do the training that feels good to you, Yeah. because that's the training that's going to happen. Yep. The training that you hate is probably not going to happen, and if you want to do the training that you hate, try to learn to love it. 
You get you get what I mean? Yeah, I get like, what you mean. Train, do it, push yourself and try to do it. Yeah. If you if you can't do it, stop doing it. Do what you love. Always. Always. Do we have something else? Nope. Today? This is the we have more. Yeah. This is uh is uh ah yeah, nah it's okay. So we're gonna go over upcoming events. We're gonna speed this up because we have done like 50 minutes and I'm gonna have to be somewhere in a, an hour. Yeah. So we'll go into the upcoming events. It's a web page uh, we use hema-europe.webnode.cz and it's the event calendar. Which you found up in the right hand corner. Yep. Uh, next month in April uh, it's gonna be Sword Trip the Gathering in no Minikov. I don't know what country this is. It's in Nemeco. It doesn't say what country. I'm guessing Eastern Europe. Yep. And it's Hematholia, which is in Istanbul. And I know this is the first Turkish Hema event. Oh, cool. Uh, so, um, the other tournament is Turna Jobi Hema Weekend Pro. And this is in Prague. Oh, damn. I would love to go to Prague to do some fencing. That would be really That is an cool. amazing town. Prague is in Czech. Czech? In the Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Thank you. I've been been annoyed by not remembering this all the time. Mm. Since I say, say Czechoslovakia, which is super wrong and old. Yeah. It's As like saying... Yeah, I know. It's like saying Eastern Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. Yeah, and the last one. The last one is MHS Budapest, which is in Budapest. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the tournament is called MS MHS Budapest, and I would love to go there. Well, there as well. Budapest is also an amazing city. So I, I think if those are next year, I will probably go to one of these. Yeah. Either Prague, or Budapest. Or Budapest. I mean, I loved. Montpellier, yeah. but I want to try new stuff. Yep, gotcha. This is the upcoming tournament for uh, until our next podcast. It's the same with these ones. Oh. Yes, Hematolia, Hematolia. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're gonna go over to Hema ratings. No, sorry. We're gonna go to last week Hema tournaments. Yeah. And we're gonna talk. A little bit about Montpellier. Because you've been there? Because I've been there. Uh, we're not gonna... Mm, we're not gonna read up all the results. Because it's a lot of results. They had uh, first, second and third place in technical. Yeah. And the, in, in all of the disciplines. And I think it was seven or eight disciplines. Yeah. I'm not sure about this. Uh, and they also had the tournaments. So it's gonna be a long list if we read all of this. Yeah. So um, we're not gonna read anything, right? No. Uh, I'm I'm gonna mention because of my ego that I got a third place in technical award for longsword. That is really nice, mate. I am actually proud of this. Yeah, you should be because I have never felt as a technical fencer. Well, that's I'm, just what we talked about in the segment before that. Like you train a bit technical in. At, at your home and at your in the Sunday sparring. 
Yeah. So you should really be proud of yourself, mate. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, like I said, it's my first technical, and I always see myself as a brutal fencer more than a technical fencer, yeah. since I do a lot of grappling. And how did you say it in Hema words? Ringen ein Svert. Yes. I love to do that. Because I, I, that's one of the part of, I love with Hema. Like, you can get in. If yeah. you don't get the cut, you don't hit him with the sword and you're too close. You yeah. can just grab his sword and throw him down. Mm. Or wrestle him down. And as if you don't get hit and you, you get dominance in the Scandinavian... Tournaments, you get points for this. Yeah, uh, but they did not have this in Montpellier. That's so. Sad. I had to use my technical Exp- archive expertise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that got me motivated to train more technical. So, yeah. so I like this technical prize. Um, I know everybody doesn't, but I don't care. You got it. You like it. <laughs> it might be like this. Uh, maybe if everybody got the one time, they would like it too. But the event itself, it was super nice. Like I said before, Hema people are amazing. And some of the French people couldn't speak a lot of English. Uh, all the judging was in French. Oh. And I didn't understand. Some of the judges actually uh, did English for me. Yeah. Like... Uh, there was transla- personal translators. Uh, some judges tried to do, do English. I had li- I had one person translate one time. I lost uh, a saber. I think it was quarterfinals. Yeah, quarterfinals. I think. And I didn't understand why because I got hit and I got him with an after blow. Yeah. But the after blow didn't count. Oh. Uh, for some reason, I still don't understand actually. But that's more part of the rules. Uh, but he, he had to explain to me and I, I thank him for explaining because I was, I was a question mark yeah. after that one. Uh, but back to the, the tournament, it was, it was nice. Uh, it was good organization. I know people joke about French organization, but I, I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> That's not meant to be, uh, how do you say, a backhanded compliment. Yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, in, in the Scandinavian, we have Carl Riederberg, yeah. who is the most organized person in the freaking world. So we have very organized events that they keep time. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we're almost never late anymore. We were back in the day. Yeah. Before HEMA, CM HEMA, which yeah. is a computer program that uh, we use in the Scandinavian and I think all over the world. Yeah, mostly right. Uh, it goes much faster because you don't have to calculate anything by hand. The program, you just write everything into a program and it cal- calculates it for you. But um, like I said, the, when I have a tournament, uh, I'm going to take some stuff from uh, from this tournament because I liked how it wasn't super serious. Like yeah. one time I accidentally walked into a match <laughs> because I am a stupid person when I fence my brain just shuts down yeah and I was like oh damn sorry they were gonna begin and if everybody just laughed when I backed out mm-hmm. if that had been in Sweden or somewhere here and if some people would I I think I would have been like yelled at or something probably 
because that was some stupid shit done by me. And I wasn't the only one who did it, actually. Because you, you wanted to start your own tournament here in Gothenburg, Sweden, right? Yeah. Someday. Someday. Uh, we need more tournaments. Like, we, we have had meetings about this. Uh, we just want to people be able to tournament more. Uh, yeah, and not do... like the big competitions like Swordfish exactly. and... Because that's the only competition we have in Gothenburg right now. So, yeah. yeah. Me and Jim uh, has talked about starting a new competition here in Gothenburg. Yeah. And we're, we're gonna be uh, we're a gonna talk, life competition. We're gonna talk about that in the future. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, ah, no. no. I'm not gonna name him a life, or are we? <laughs> I haven't thought about this. I actually got a name uh, from our pun master. Um, it's gonna be called Cold Cuts. Oh, Cold Cuts in Gothenburg, and it's gonna be in winter. <laughs> That's why it's Cold Cuts. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I want to have a summer chapter and a winter chapter. So we get two tournaments plus swordfish in Gothenburg. Because Gothenburg has two uh, Hema clubs. clubs. And I feel it... We 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 should have more than one competition, yeah. I think. We should, we should take after the Finns in Helsinki. They are having a lot of tournaments. They like their tournaments. Yeah, they, they are good. Uh, I just, I'm not gonna thank everybody. Uh, no, sorry. I am gonna thank everybody from Montpellier, but I'm not gonna say all the names, partly because I don't remember all the names and that I'm gonna crush them. But I wanna thank Matthew, who is uh, the, the, how do you say, he held the tournament and he's the one I have been in contact with. Mm. Um, and he helped me there. I asked him the questions when I didn't know what was happening. And he was super nice to me all the time, even if I, I mean, you know how a, a tournament manager is stressed yeah. all the time. Yeah. He was probably super stressed all the time. And Are I you? kept going to him and like, uh, sorry, but I, could you answer this question? He played himself chill, chill then. Uh, he was super nice all the yeah. time. I mean, I felt bad for disturbing him, but I, I didn't know anybody else to ask. I, in the later days, I had some more people that I talked to. But in the first, uh, like like the nervous person I am, I I just talked to him. Yeah. And yeah, so I want to thank everybody who talked to me, and especially Matthew, who helped me a lot before and during this tournament. And I I love the tournament, and I'm probably gonna come back. The fencing was amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna go in a little bit on the rule set. Like they had no hand hits. And everything oh. was worth one point. Oh, so head hits. Head hits, everything is worth one point. Oh. So me, stupid as I am, couldn't stop going for the head since I am. Uh, I have the Scandinavian sickness trying to go to the deep targets now. I used to be... Well, uh, you need to go to the deep targets if you don't have any hand hits, right? Actually, I hit the arms. The arms and legs were the oh. most uh, people hit people. Okay. And, but you know what? I think I, I didn't saw people do Geislers or one-handed hits. Yeah. I saw me and Federico Dalalio do this. And I, I'm I mean Well Geisler's an amazing cut because everybody hates it. Yeah <laughs> I, I know. I think that's why they didn't do it, because maybe they seem they feel that it's like unworthy. Yeah. But I felt that that was the most efficient scene. Yeah, exactly. Like you had to really be clear with yeah. your hits. Okay. You couldn't like have 
smushy. There was two judges. Like in Sweden, we have four judges plus was, one was extra it, judge. Was it the um, um, four by eight mats? No, it, it was big. Four? It was big mats, but so they still the... had two judges. Oh, okay. So it was probably hard for the judges to see what happened. Yeah, they did a really good job. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else. Um, like the thrusting yeah. I- here in Scandinavia, I feel like when I thrust, it's going to be a fifty-fifty percent chance if they see it, unless it's yeah. a good thrust. Yeah, I and mean, you really get like the bend of the sword. Exactly, people pushed back. But sometimes you thrust and like the sword doesn't bend too much, and the people like back away or throw the sword away but i think the french judges saw all my thrusts and i'm super happy about that that's good they didn't see my swatch against the head but like i've been a judge i know how it is you miss stuff sometimes and i uh, i'm happy with everything yeah um so thank you guys thank you french people uh i i uh, i am gonna come back uh, maybe not next year. I'll see what uh, what tournament I will go to and how much money I have. But I want to come back. I love the the people, and I like the town, and I like the how do you say? I love I liked France. Yeah. It was a it was a nice car trip. Yeah, it was a oh, hard car trip. Oh yeah, you, because you drive to from Sweden to France and back. Yes, it was four hundred. And 70 miles, 4,700 kilometers. Yeah. And since my girlfriend doesn't have a driver license, I did all the driving. So it wasn't optimal for fencing, but it was an amazing vacation and yeah. uh, I loved it. Um, I'm gonna come back and I hope you French people come to Swordfish so I can talk to you again. Oh, I think Thomas Lobo usually come to, to Swordfish. Uh, Thomas Lobo, by the way, he kicked me out in the quarterfinals, and I won all the matches except that one. Uh, and I want to say also, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I did some boring fencing, I think, since I was I'm a, I was a bit anxious. I have never had paid so much money to go to a tournament before. So I was like, I really don't want to lose. Yeah, I got it's, you. It's a new feeling for me. And I handled it by doing some, uh, how do you say, maybe not courageous fencing. Like I said, I did a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of Geisler, uh, oh. Geisling, but I didn't do it all the time. So I'm happy with that. Yep. And I did some good fencing. And I actually said I think I did a good match against Thomas Lobo and I filmed them all and the film's gonna come out in on my Instagram Jimmy Olson Hema so you can check them there if you want to um, so yeah some shout outs to our Facebook page we got a Facebook page called the Hema Life podcast yeah and we have the Instagram page called the Hema Life pod yes and you have your Instagram page for Hema, which is jimmy.olson.hema. Yeah, and it's just some Hema videos if you want to watch sparring and stuff. And some stuff from uh, this competition and other competitions is going to come up there. Uh-huh. I just want to mention also that I've, I have never fenced a girl in the mixed. I mean, we have girls in the mixed here in Scandinavia, yep. but I've never been able to fence one. And the, the one I fenced... Uh, I don't remember her. Sandrine Leclerc, I think. 
So you 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 met a girl in your no it, it's not it's not in the pool it was in the uh, eliminations okay in the 16th I yeah. think it was uh, yes and she is the except for Thomas Lobo she was the only one who nearly beat me I think oh. we we went to sudden death yep and then I got the hit and won the match but she, I'm super impressed by the the women yeah in this competition I mean in Scandinavia. They there's not a lot of women in the mix. Now they often go to their own. Yeah, because there's a woman longsword. Yeah. Uh, but here was there a woman longsword at Montpellier? Yeah, it was. Oh. But the thing was, th- there was women yeah. longswords, and but like almost everybody from the women longsword seemed yeah. to be in the mix. Oh, uh, and I was very uh, how do you say? I found this interesting because, like, like I said, in Scandinavia we don't have this. No. And I was wondering. I think there was in Swordfish last year. There was one woman, and yeah. there was Jenny Santien. Yeah. Uh, you in... mean like the world heavy? Yeah. <laughs> she 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 was the only like woman in the mixed longsword yeah. at Swordfish. And to give some context, she has won like weightlifting competition. Yeah. Either in Sweden or or the World Cup. Some of this. She's a. Uh, She's strong. Muscle woman. She's amazing fencer. And I mean, she could probably lift me and punch my face up. <laughs> probably. But we're not going to go into this. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to yeah. Sandrina. Sorry if I say your name, if I remember your name wrong. Uh, uh, I, I did not look this up now. I'm just taking this from memory. But it was a, it was a, a nice fight. And she, she was small, man. Yeah. I did not expect her to be that amazing. And uh, you interrupted me, but uh, sorry. N- now I actually got my own Hima Instagram page, uh, which is Hima.Kalle, if you guys want to follow it. I haven't uploaded anything yet, but feel free to. Yeah. I need so. some followers. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do the, the Hima ratings update, and then oh, yeah. we are going to be done with this. Oh, uh, yeah. We need to do that quick. Yes. Oh, damn. Super quick. So, it's not much. Um... There haven't been a lot of updates in Hema ratings. So, the little updates we have is in Longsword. Uh, Alexander Kitev of Maryland Kunst des Fechten have climbed 23 places in Longsword to be 100 and f- 153 in rank. 53rd. 53rd, thank you. Uh, and Joseph Pugnetti of Steel City Historical Fencers he have climbed 18 places to be 184th uh, rank, and this uh, this is an Arnold Hema Cup. Yep. Uh, they have gotten this, and there's also in the saber. Frank Samory, this is saber. Frank Samory of Royal Arts Fencing Academy have climbed 140 places to rank 48. So he probably did a good tournament in yeah. this Arnold tournament. I would love to go to the Arnold Schwarzenegger tournament, by the way. I don't know if it was there, but I saw some pictures. It looked like it was there. Like the actual... You want to go to every... I want to go everywhere. But I mean, if you can fence... Yeah. I mean, Conan was like the first person... No, not the first. That was Braveheart. But I mean, that's a part of my childhood. Yep. And Arnold is amazing as a person. I mean, but he has six. He has done some crazy stuff. So, the last in Saber 
The last in Sabre is Alexander Kitev of Maryland Kunstersfekten, who climbs four places to rank 33. And he did climb in Longsword as well, so he probably had a really good event there. And uh, that's all for HEMA ratings. Uh, we, we hope that uh, HEMA ratings have been updated until last uh, the next podcast, I think so. It was a, a while ago since he did since they did some updating. So this is the end of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I just um, we we're gonna have a interview with Thomas Lobo that's gonna come after this, yeah. and I just want to say that we we did the interview outside. You did the interview. I did the interview outside, so it might be some windy windy Noises. in the mic and it's my first interview like ever so sorry if i i think i might have interrupted him when i talked and maybe not been the most professional, professional interviewer but i felt it was a good uh, good talk yeah. so i i still want to put it out there we're going to put it out there out out how do you say unedited yeah uh, it's only 6 and minutes and 35 Second. I think it was seven minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. So take a listen. Thomas Lobo was a really nice person, uh, really humble. And uh, if you want to find out who he thinks has the best beard in Hema, listen to the podcast. No, sorry. Listen, listen to, to the interview. Yeah. So hmm. this will be the longest Hema Life podcast we've done. Yes. Um, and I hope you have listened to this. Yeah, yeah we will understand if you don't. Uh, have time to listen to it in one uh, one sitting or at all yeah but this is done for people who want to do that yeah. uh, so someone yeah someone will probably listen to to it <laughs> so thank you for this time yeah don't forget don't forget our social medias guys exactly we go, really need it <laughs> go into him alive podcast uh, in Facebook and like the page and if you want to write stuff like uh, questions we can take up in the podcast we want to include you if you want to or uh, if you have a new segment you want us to take yeah. up if you if you think you have an idea that we can bring out here be free to express it yep. and we will uh, probably try it yep. and if we feel it works we will implement it and our personal Instagrams is jimmy.olson.hima and yeah. hima.kalle. Yeah. Um, so, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the interview and uh, have a nice day. Until next time we hear you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Woo! Uh, just, uh, yeah, it's no, no. Yeah, yeah. So, what is your name and what club do you fight for? I'm Thomas Lobo. I'm fighting for uh, Warrior Box in Clermont-Ferrand in central France. Yeah. And for how long have you been doing HEMA? Uh, since 2006. I met uh, some people in reenactment show who told me, oh, you are practicing HEMA. What is HEMA? What are you talking about? So I was looking for books and I started with the community in 2008. Yeah. Nice. And when did you start the competition? Competition. My first competition in HEMA was in 2014 in Swordfish. Ooh. And it was very hard for me. First meet. That's a hard first one. Exactly, hard first one. But when I come back in France, we had some experience, so we we fight for win. That's so good. it's a cool difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, what was it that got you into Hema? Sorry. Because what? What was it that got you into Hema? 
um, what got me into him. Uh, I was practicing reenactment and in every time martial arts. Ah. I'm a judo practitioner mm. uh, at the beginning and right now I'm modern fencing teacher. So oh. I did modern fencing and HEMA. Cool. Actually, there's going to be a question about if you um, if you train any other sport or, oh, or yeah. martial art. But we'll come to that. Okay, okay. Which kind of other sports? Uh, I'm instructor of Krav Maga. Yeah. And I'm training for being an instructor in Kali. Well, Kali is Krima. Yeah. With yeah. staff. And uh, yeah, I'm tr yeah, I was practicing Wing Chun, Jet Kundo, things like that. And a lot of it's, it's fencing. A lot of fencing. That is very impressive. I never met anybody who do so much mm, sports. Not so much sports. I, I'm not. Uh, keeping in practice this, but uh, I was in a big club in Clermont-Ferrand where you can try a lot of things different yeah. because Wing Chun, Kali and Jet Kundo is all together in the club, so it was cool. And cool. um, what sport that you train do you think uh, helps you most with HEMA? Judo, without doubt. Definitely. Yeah, it is? yeah, definitely. Huh. And Judo. why so? Because of uh, plasmin, footwork, uh, yeah, changement of quartz. Everything when you move, turn around. Yeah, judo. Yeah, sounds Without good. That. I mean, wrestling is a huge part of exactly. long sword. So, um, and the next question uh, is, what is your favorite master's cut? And what is why? my first master cut? You know, what the five ox? No, not ox. Yeah, yeah, so uh, about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the furry one. Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's chilo. Yeah. Yeah, chilo from the left. I like that too. It's it's clear when you yeah. when you s pull it through. It is exactly. really clear. Yeah, yeah, I think it's chilo. Mm. Who is your favorite historic fencing master and why? Historic fencing master? Uh, I'm it studying German longsword, so all around Lichtenauer system, Ringek mm. and everyone. I'm practicing, I'm getting into um, uh, Meyer right now, yeah. but I prefer the previous one. So. Yeah, and we do Lichtenauer and yeah. Meyer mostly. But personally, it's Hanko Dödbringer for me. Ah, Dödbringer. Mostly for his name, actually. <laughs> Dödbringer <laughs> okay. means Deathbringer. Oh, cool. And I love that name. So, um, what weapon or combination of weapon do you feel is the most fun and why? In Hima? Or in Hima, yeah, in Hima. Sorry for not specifying. No, no, don't worry. Combination of, of weapons. Uh, I think the most fun could be poleaxe and, and dagger on the, on the bat. Yeah? Yeah, it huh. could be very good. I never tried that one. Oh, you have to. It's uh, I will try. I've seen that there are some pole axes, like black rubber pole Exactly. Axes. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I gotta try that one. Um, and uh, this one is stolen from the HemaCast. It's yeah. another podcast about Hema. Mm -hmm. And uh, the question is, Hema stands for Historical European Martial Art. What word in that acronym means the most to you? So oh, what that's word? A, that's a really good question. I think I'm, so too. That's I'm, why I stole it. I, yeah, yeah. It's a really <laughs> cool question. I have two which are very good for me. The first one is martial mm. and the other one is heart. Yeah. Heart because it's a, you have to uh, mastering it, so you have to work for it. A heart is something that you will perform, you will work for it and, and getting into to be a master. It's a very hard thing to be an artist in something. And martial, uh, everything I'm doing in, the, in my life, in modern fencing, everything, Kali, Jit Kundo, other things, is always about martiality. So that's the two words yeah. which are the most important. Of course, uh, the historical and the European is very important, but it's a martial point. I hear you too. If you had to choose one of art or martial, which one would you choose? Will be martial. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So the last and most silly question 
is who in the HEMA community do you think have the nicest beard? And you cannot choose yourself. You have a really nice beard. <laughs> I really love the I green. I have a, a very lazy beard. <laughs> I'm very lazy. Uh, with a nice beard. Ah, that's a good question. I, I can choose you and can choose... Uh, Lukash from um, Tours. In France, we have a guy which is called Lukash, yeah. a cyber practitioner, which is very, very nice beer. Very Can nice you say one. his first and last name? I'm going to see if I can find uh, a picture of him. I will send you the picture. I promise. I'll send, oh, yeah, yeah, I will send you the picture. Lukash. And also, uh, what is it that keeps you in HEMA? What makes you stay in HEMA? Because you stay for a long while. Oh, yeah. Um, I won't, but. Hey, that's a very good question because I, I have to write it on my on my website on Black Armory to explain what I'm doing everything. Yeah. Uh, the good response is I want to have son and, and children, and they have to choose between if they have to choose between fencing, modern fencing, or Lichtenauer fencing at 11. It's a good way to do my. Uh, it's a, it's my world life. I, yeah. I I want to do this in my city. Offer to to children to 11 years old to practice Lichtenauer fencing and or Fiore wrestling, for example. Yeah. And that's what my point. That's my goal to develop it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I want to do this until I'm like 65. Exactly. Even 70 if I can. I want to do this as long as I can. Yeah. I yeah. feel maybe same for you. Exactly. Exactly. And and keeping teaching it. Yeah. Is it anything else you want to say? Just free word. Three words to the HEMA community. Uh, to the HEMA community, thank you very much for the interview. Of course, uh, to the HEMA community, keep in mind that we we are a small uh, community and, and growing up, and that's a very cool thing. Yeah. And uh, do your best for it. So yeah. develop it. Yeah. Thank you very much for the interview. You're welcome. Thank you very much.